What's up, fans? We got a new episode of Guys Time with the Bryce. The Bryce main guy, Zach, is back in the podcasting booth. It's a Saturday. It's August 13th. So, yeah, thank you guys for joining us today. We got a little football to talk about and some UFC fights uh, to discuss as well. So, yeah, let's jump right into it. NFL preseason started this Thursday. We had a couple games on. We had the Giants versus the Patriots, and then we had the Ravens versus the Titans. The Giants and Patriots game was pretty good for the most part. Uh, but the Giants ended up winning 23-21, to so we got that. And then the Ravens beat the Titans 23-10. to But then we saw rookie quarterback Malik Willis making some plays, scrambling, making some sidearm throws, uh, scoring a touchdown. So Ryan Tannehill, watch out, man. Malik's, <laughs> Malik Willis is uh, coming for your job, man. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good start this week, uh, Thursday night. Two preseason games, and then last last night we had the Detroit Lions going up against the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I watched most of this game, and you know what? I like what I saw with the Detroit Lions. I know on this podcast I criticize the Lions a lot. You can call, you can uh, tell Crazy Chris that. You can ask Crazy Chris. I give him a hard time because I have expectations for the Detroit Lions. I really do. You know, they're a professional football team. They have they have good players, and when they don't perform on the field, when they lose, you know, when they don't win games, that pisses me off. So, you know, it is what it is. But yesterday watching the game, I actually like what I saw with the Detroit Lions. You know, the passing game, I mean, they threw the ball a lot. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that was Dan Campbell's uh, game plan going into the game, but it was, it was good to see. You know, it was good to see uh, uh, Tom Kennedy. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, that guy – he had some great plays uh, yesterday in that game. He made some highlights uh, in the game. But, yeah, he was definitely David Blau's uh, main target, you know, when David Blau was in. So, yeah, it was good to see. And then even David Blau did great. I mean, I thought he did really well until he fumbled the snap late in the fourth quarter, turned it over, the Atlanta Falcons get the possession, and then they ended up scoring on that drive. So, you know, and that was ultimately the game winner. The Falcons ended up winning 27-23, but it was still a good game. I mean, I really liked uh, seeing Detroit. You know, Aiden Hutchinson got a tackle for loss, so the crowd was really enjoying that. You know, the second-round pick of this year's draft, um, top pick for the Detroit Lions. So it was good to see that. So hopefully uh, during the re- uh, regular season we'll see more of that because Aiden Hutchinson, he's a great player. And it was, I believe it was a great pick by the Detroit Lions to draft him uh, second overall in this year's draft. So, yeah, we got a tackle for a loss. Uh, Tom Kennedy making plays, trying to get a starting spot at the wide receiver's position. And David Blau looked great until he fumbled the ball. And then even uh, Tim Boyle, he, he, did, he did okay as well on, until his last series he he threw an interception. So that was very unfortunate. So, yeah, we had two quarterbacks doing great, and then they ended up on their last drives uh, making some mistakes there, some crucial mistakes in that game. But it was a good game overall. Unfortunately, the Falcons won 27-23. But, you know, I like what I saw with the Troy Lions. However, though, their running game needs to to, to improve. I mean, I didn't really like how – 
uh, some of the running backs were running. You know, they had open lanes, and they would just, you know, run to the design hole. I mean, when you have plays like that, when you have openings like that, you got to take them. You know, Devin Gardner, or yeah, Devin Gardner, <laughs> you know, doing some commentary yesterday. He's actually pretty damn good, so shout out to him. He did a good job yesterday commentating the Detroit Lions' game. He said, you know, to the effects of don't be a robot and, you know, run to the – run to the hole i mean bounce it to the outside i think it was one of the uh it was one of the running backs uh jamar jefferson he had a running play where the whole outside was you know it was open for him to score a touchdown but he he ran to the design hole and he only got like three like two three yards so but yeah the running game needs to improve a little bit but overall they did good but you know they still lost so it it sucks (laughs) but but yeah it was good to see some of the guys going out there and making plays. And then also Michigan's own, another Michigan alumni, Devin Funches, making some plays at the tight end position. The guy was a wide receiver uh, converted to a tight end. And that guy's a monster, man. He scored a touchdown uh, from David Blau. And it was, it was nice to see him making some plays yesterday. So, yeah, overall good game. Unfortunately, the Lions lost. It is what it is. So we'll see what happens. They got another game. Uh, next week against the Colts they're on the road so that should be interesting but yeah that's Detroit Lions that was the Detroit Lions uh, first preseason game against the Falcons it was nice to see the crowd too the crowd was really into it because you know I said it before on this podcast Detroit Lions fans are some of the most passionate fans in all sports I mean they really love their football they really love the team they're committed you know they're you know they they're passionate they love the guys they love the team they love the city you know they just they they believe and i'll give them credit i really do you know after all these years you know just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment you know even last year winning three games you know i guess the expectations are really high this year as we've seen on hard knocks you know the hard knocks documentary on hbo Troy Lions, they're trying to get their shit together, they're trying to flip the script, and they have opportunities to do that this year. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's it's fun and it's fun to talk a big game, but on Sundays, can you win games? I want to see wins. I want to see results. You know, I don't care if Dan Campbell screams or yells at his players. I don't care if he can do up downs like he did in the Hard Knocks documentary. When you don't win games, you know that that's there's that that's it you know that we we really focus on winning games i don't care if you have the best team on paper when you go when you don't go out there and win games i mean it it defeats the purpose so the lions need to get their shit together when the regular season comes and win games and you know their schedule i mean it's pretty it's not that bad i mean their first games against the philadelphia eagles at home so that should be interesting one they go up against jalen hurts aj brown and uh, Boston Scott, um, so that should be a very interesting uh, matchup there. And then uh, Devontae Smith as well. So the Eagles have a lot of wide receivers there. Can the Detroit Lions defenders uh, cover cover them? We'll see. We'll see week one, I guess. But then you know, obviously we got the Packers twice. We got the Bears twice. We got the Vikings twice. So uh, the Vikings might be tough. The Packers are always a pain in our ass. And then the Bears, you know. On paper, they don't look good, but you know we always struggle against them too. So you got that. We got a road games against 
the Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys. We got the Carolina Panthers at home. We got the Seattle Seahawks at home. We got Thanksgiving. We got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, yeah, it's you know, it's some tough games there, but definitely winnable games. But we'll see what the Lions can do. So yeah, that was it yesterday. Some uh, some preseason football. We got the Lions and the Falcons. So we got that, and then the Jaguars losing to the Browns, twenty-four to thirteen. You had the Cardinals winning against the Bengals, thirty-six to twenty-three, and then the Jets winning twenty-four twenty-one. In a very scary moment for Jets fans, Zach Wilson um, seemed to injure his right his knee, his right knee, as he was cutting back, making the cutback on a scramble. So a lot of Jets fans are worried that, you know, his knee's all jacked up. But hopefully he's okay. They say his knee's intact, so that's a good sign. But we'll see what happens with that. Obviously, there's going to be more updates as we go along. So Jets fans very worried. <laughs> and, you know, they, 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 need, uh, they need all the help they can get. So we'll see what happens there. And then the final game yesterday, we had the 49ers and the Packers. 49ers won 28-21. That's always a good matchup. You know, in the regular season, I I watch I like watching the 49ers and Packers go at it. Two iconic franchises, lots of talent, lots of Hall of Famers on both sides of the ball, and they ended up playing in the preseason game yesterday. But yep, 49ers take that one. So yeah, that was yesterday's slate of NFL preseason games. And then today we got the Panthers at the Commanders. We had the Chiefs at the Bears. We have the Colts at the Bills. Seahawks versus Steelers. Dolphins versus Buccaneers. Saints versus Texans. Cowboys versus Broncos. And then tonight's game, 10 p.m., we got the Battle of Los Angeles. We got the Los Angeles Rams going up against the Los Angeles Chargers. So that should be a very interesting one as well. So, yeah, got a lot of games there. So check them out, you know. Watch them with your buddies. Watch them with your friends. I know it's only preseason. It's not the regular season yet, but it gives you a good idea how the team's going to operate this year. So, yeah, got a bunch of games there. And then tomorrow we got the Vikings versus the Raiders, 425 p.m. on the NFL Network. So that's week one of the NFL preseason. So I hope you guys have been watching. If you guys did watch the Detroit Lions games, game yesterday, what's your thoughts on that? How you how you feel about the Lions after um, the first game of the preseason? Do you feel confident in them or not, you know, you're not sure yet? Me, personally, I'm not sure yet. You know, even though I said they did some great things yesterday, you know, I, you know they ended up still losing. The running game wasn't the greatest. Uh, defense was okay, but... You know, like I said, it's preseason. We'll just have to see how they do in the rest, in the rest of preseason. And then obviously when regular season starts, you know, they got to get their shit together, win some games. Jared Goff, get your head out of your ass and start making plays. You know, that's all I'm going to say. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm unsure about the Lions right now. You know, obviously we got a lot more work to do. You know, they have to prove to me that there are there are going to be some improvements you know it's nice to see a very young and active roster you know you got Jared Goff you got Aiden Hutchinson you got Jameson Williams you got you know Josh Reynolds you got Tom Kennedy Khalif Raymond Amara St. Brown Jamal Williams DeAndre Swift so you know there's a lot of, a lot of good young talent on this team but when it doesn't translate to wins you know there's you know <laughs> there's no point you know what? What's the purpose? What's the point when you can't win games? So, but yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, their next game, the Detroit Lions, next game is against the Colts next week. So that should be an interesting one. But yeah, NFL baby, it's back! Woo! 
I can't wait. Regular season, fantasy football coming up. It's going to be a good, good season this year. It's going to be a good time. So, yeah, we got that. And then now we're hopping over to UFC. So, yeah, tonight, later today, 7 p.m. is the main card for fight night. Uh, Marlon Cheeto Vera going up against Dominic Cruz, the veteran. That's the main event. So the main card starts at 7 p.m. And then the prelims start at 4 p.m. So all you mixed martial arts fanatics, uh, play some bets, stream it, watch it with your buddies. Should be a good one. But, yeah, that's the main event. We got Marlon Vera going up against Tom Dominic Cruz, a bantamweight fight. So it seems like whoever wins this one might get a title shot. I mean, that's 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 my the next title shot, I should say. Uh, that's that's my personal opinion because right now in the bantamweight division we got Aljamain Sterling defending the title against TJ Dillashaw at uh, UFC 281 I do believe in Abu Dhabi in October uh, so that should be a very interesting fight for the for the UFC bantamweight title so oh yeah UFC 280 my bad not two, 289 or 281 289 on October 22nd so yeah, the bantamweight title fight between Aljamain Sterling and T.J. Dillashaw. So yeah, that fight card's going to be really stacked because then we got Charles Oliveira going up against Islam Mikachev. So that should be a really good fight as well. So definitely, I'll definitely be hosting or having fight night for that. But so going back to the fight between Vera and Cruz. This should be a really interesting one. You know, Dominic Cruz is getting a little older, but that, that dude can still fight. He can still move around. And then Marlon Vera, Marlon Vera, he's a beast. So I'm expecting a very, very back and forth, very entertained fight tonight. So I'll definitely be watching it. Marlon Vera, he's the obvious favorite with a minus 240. And then Dominic Cruz is a plus 200. So, yeah, place your bets. Who's going to win that fight? Should be interesting. You know, me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with... I'm gonna go with Mar- Marlon Vera. I like Marlon Vera. I like lo- I like his style. You know, Dominic Cruz, one of the best to ever do it. But I think his time is up, man. You know, Marlon Vera, it's his time to shine. His time to make his presence known in the UFC in mixed martial arts. So I'm gonna go with Marlon Vera in this one. I'm not gonna bet because obviously with combat sports, I'm winless. I'm getting my ass kicked betting on boxing and mixed martial arts. So I'm going to definitely take a break, save my money. You know, I need that money for fantasy football and other things uh, this season. So I'm going to sit back, relax, and enjoy the fight tonight. So, yeah, you got that. Prelims start at 4 p.m. Main card starts at 7. So, yeah, play some bets. Watch it. And then we got some other fights as well. Nate Land- Landweir going up against David Anama. So that should be a good one. You got Devin Clark versus another Russian dude. Um, yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, names I never heard of before. So definitely interesting. But yeah, the main, main, the main fight, we got Marlon Vera against Dominic Cruz. Who's winning that fight? Should be an entertaining one. Two bantamweights. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Their styles, styles are very similar. Marlon Vera's got the power. Dominic Cruz got the quick feet and the quick hands and power. But I'm going to go with Marlon Vera on that one. So, yeah, let me know how you guys feel. Who Who's going to win tonight? Place your bets. Fight night, baby. UFC. Cranking them out. <laughs> got to love it, man. So, yeah, you got that. And then next week, we got the title fight between Kamaru Usman, the welterweight champion, going up against defending his title against Leon Edwards. This will be the second time that they have fought. You know, they fought 
you know, a few years back, and Usman beat Edwards the first time. So does Leon Edwards get redemption and become the new UFC welterweight champion, or does Kamaru Usman uh, continue his dominance in that division? And then if he does win, does he move up to middleweight? I don't know, but he is definitely on a tear, Kamaru Usman. He's one of the best right now. Uh, he's definitely up there as one of the best fighters. You know, we got Alexander Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky, who I think is the best pound-for-pound fighter right now after his dominant victory against Max Holloway a couple weeks ago. And Kamaru Usman, he's right behind him. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, that's next weekend, August 20th, uh, the UFC welterweight main event. So, yeah, place your bets for that one as well. Or the pay-per-view, get some food, get some drinks. That should be a good one. So, yeah, you got that. And then you got Paulo Costa going up against Luke Rockhold. So that should be a that should be another great fight. So yeah, Luke Rockhold going up against Paulo Costa. So that's gonna be a good one. And then Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo still in the game, man, going up against Marab Devalishville. I know I butchered that, but that should be a good one as well. And then you got a couple other fights. And then yeah, you got the prelims, and then early prelims. So yeah, definitely, definitely lots, <laughs> lots of fights going on. Uh, for that card, but yeah, the two main ones are Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold, and then Kamaru Usman, the welterweight champion, defending his title against Leon Edwards. And uh, in that fight, I got Kamaru Usman winning. I think he's going to dominate Leon Edwards. I mean, he's been on a tear ever since he became champion, and I I don't think uh, anything changes with that. So Kamaru Usman is my favorite to win. And yeah, let me know how you guys feel about that. And then we got Chamayev. Versus Diaz, Nick Diaz, September 10, 2022. So yeah, the UFC cranking out a lot of fights, but this fight, I don't know why. I don't know why they scheduled this fight. I mean, I feel bad for Nate Diaz. I really do because I strongly believe Kamzat Chimaev is going to dominate Nate Diaz. I really think he is. He's in a minus 1100 fa- uh, favorite, which is fucking crazy. And Nate Diaz is a plus 700 underdog. So <laughs> there you go. That should give you a good idea how how the bookies, how Vegas is looking at that fight. But I don't know. At the same time, Nate Diaz, he can come out of nowhere and strike you in the face like he did against Leon Edwards and almost win that fight. But, you know, instead of finishing the fight, he just showboated. So hopefully he learned from his mistake. And if he has the opportunity to beat Chemayev, go in for the kill, man. Win that fucking fight. But I don't know why they made this fight. I just feel bad for Nate Diaz. But Chemayev is my pick to win. So yeah, you got that fight coming coming up in the in you know, less than a month really. So yeah, you got that. Giant Walker is gonna be on this card. So nice to see him come back. Chris Barnett, uh, another big heavyweight. He's gonna be on the prelims. So yeah, we got that card. And then we have we got the UFC two eighty, as I mentioned before, with Aljamain Sterling and TJ Dillashaw fighting for the UFC Bantamweight title. This fight is going to be at in Abu Dhabi. You know, they the UFC has had a lot of fights in Abu Dhabi because of the you know, COVID pandemic. They actually rented out or uh, had secured their own island so these guys can fight, which is fucking crazy. But now they're actually going there and fighting, you know. Obviously during still during these COVID COVID-ish times. So yeah, you got that. So yeah, UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi. You got two title fights. You got Charles Oliveira going up against Islam Makachev. 
uh, for the interim lightweight title. Obviously, as you guys remember, Charles Oliveira, he was the lightweight champion. However, he was stripped because in his fight against Justin Gaethje, he, he missed weight by 0.5 pounds. 0.5 pounds, and they stripped him of the fucking title. It was fucking crazy. Like, they gave him an hour to lose that 0.5 pounds, and he couldn't do it. So he, they stripped him of the title. He ended up beating Justin Gaethje, submitting him on the ground, and now, obviously, he's the number one contender for the lightweight title. So this fight's going to be really interesting. And Charles Overeiro comes in as, a, as an underdog. He, he comes in as a plus 170, and then Islam Makachev comes in as a minus 200. So Vegas... Definitely liking Islam's odds in this one, but that guy's a beast as well. This one should be really interesting, in my opinion. I, I don't know, man. You know, I, I love Charles Oliveira, but dude, Islam's looking pretty damn good. I'm gonna pick Islam. I like Islam winning this fight against Charles Oliveira. Should be a good one, but definitely, definitely Islam's making his way, <laughs> working his way up in the lightweight division. You know, that lightweight division so stacked too. I mean, you got these two guys. You got. Dustin Poirier, you got Michael Chandler, you got Justin Gaethje, and even I'll even throw Tony Ferguson in there, even though he's been on a four-fight losing streak. But now Dariush, I mean, these are guys that you know they're 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 kicking ass, and you know, obviously Conor McGregor, you know, definitely took that division to heights it's never been been to before, and then I was obviously Jose Jose Aldo was dominant for a really long time in that division, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of good guys, a lot, lots of great fighters in the UFC lightweight division. So yeah, I got Islam winning that one, and then Aljamain Sterling defending the title against TJ Dillashaw. I like TJ Dillashaw winning this one. Uh, I like his style. I think it's gonna be too much for Aljamain Sterling to handle. His last fight against Peter Yan, obviously lots of controversy. Peter Yan need him while he was on the ground, so as a result. It was a DQ, and uh, Aljamain Sterling uh, kept the, or he won the UFC uh, bantamweight title. So, yeah, very interesting, very controversial. But now he's going up against TJ Dillashaw. I like TJ in this one, so I got I got him winning. And then Bala Muhammad going against Sean Brady. I like Bala Muhammad winning this one. So you got that. So, okay, and then you got that. And then you got Pierre Yan going against Sean O'Malley. I like Pierre Yan winning this one. So you got that. And then Benel Dariush versus Matazuz Gamrut. Uh, I like Benel Dariush in this one. So those are my picks for UFC 280 in Abu Dhabi in October. I think it's October 22nd. So another good, another good fight card coming up in a couple months. So, yeah, you got that. And then uh, just last week it was announced that Israel Adesanya, the middleweight champion, is defending his title against Alex Pereira, who put on a dominant performance a few weeks ago against Sean Strickland. So, obviously, coming into this fight, Israel is going to be the favorite. You know, I really hope Israel Adesanya loses. So, I know a lot of you fans who are who whoever is is a fan of Israel Adesanya, you're going to hate me for saying that, but. I think it's time for a new champion. And his last few fights have been boring. You know, he does what he needs to do to win the fight. But, you know, you got to strike, man. You got to go in there and kick ass. And he hasn't done that. His fights are boring, in my opinion. But, you know, I guess on the flip side of that coin, he finds a way to win. He's still the champion. So who the fuck am I, right, to say that? <laughs> but, yeah, he goes up against Alex Pereira, who poses as a big threat, in my opinion, against Israel Adesanya. So should be very interesting. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Izzy to win. 
that one. I want Alex Pereira to win, but I think Izzy is on a tear right now in the middleweight division. He's definitely making some moves. He's the middleweight champion, dominant. You know, there's <laughs> there's nothing nothing you can really do about that. So that's that card's going to be on November 12th in Madison Square Garden. And it was also rumored that Dustin Poirier is going up against Michael Chandler. It's not official. But it's been rumored, and if that fight does happen, you got to put that on the Madison Square Garden card. The same card, why not? You know, it's Madison Square Garden, one of the most iconic venues in all sports. I mean, that would be a hell of a fight, man. I can't wait for that one. If it does, if it does come to fruition, if it does officially happen, that's going to be the fight of the year, in my opinion. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. So, but yeah, that's all the fights coming up. So yeah, Dana White, as I mentioned last episode marketing genius he knows what's going on so yeah that's ufc for you and then we're going to close out with some tigers baseball yeah i know baseball right even though the tigers suck ass this year (laughs) yeah they're 43 and 71 which is absolutely trash it's disgusting it's embarrassing but they finally pulled their heads out of their asses and fired al avila Woo! (laughs) they finally did it I mean, it took him long enough, but yeah, Al Avila is gone as the general manager of the Detroit Tigers, but now it's another rebuild. You know, you got to find another general manager. Now he's got to fix what Al Avila fucked up, and it's just a mess. It's really, It really is a mess for Detroit Tigers right now. You know, at one point, man, they had Justin Verlander. They had Max Serger. They had Rick Porcello. They had Anibal Sanchez. Like, they had a starring rotation for the ages. And you know what happened to all of them? They all won a World Series. You believe that? Justin Verlander won one with the Astros. Max Scherzer won one, I do believe, with the Nationals. Um, the Rick Porcello won one with the Boston Red Sox. And I think Annabelle Sanchez won one with the Nationals as well. But, yeah, we had the best rotation at one point. And all of a sudden we just we, we, we get, we got rid of all of them. I mean, just stupid absolutely stupid our payroll was probably like top 10 top maybe even top five at that time and yeah we we gave them away and then we fired david dombrowski dave dombrowski and it's been a shit show ever since but yeah alvila is gone now so uh, i know you tigers fans are probably really excited about that tyler mizzy shout out to him he loves his baseball he loves his tigers so he's probably really happy about that but now it's just frustrating now because now it's another rebuild and you know the tigers have a lot of talent but just a lot of injuries, you know, Javi Baez, we got him from the Mets. He played for the Cubs before that, you know, all-star shortstop, right? And the guy only has like eight or nine home runs. It's like, it's, it's stupid. Pay all that money to get a star player and he doesn't even do shit. So it is what it is. And, you know, Miguel Cabrera is old. So we'll see how the Tigers do next year. It should be really interesting how they look. Uh, next year going into two, the 2023 season but yeah this year it's just embarrassing it's embarrassing to watch the tigers it really is i've only watched probably like two games total because i'm not gonna sit down and waste four or five hours of my life watching a trash team a team that sucks i mean they they, they are trash i'm sorry but they they suck they're just horrible they can't hit they can't score runs you know their pitching's okay but their pitching doesn't get help because the offense sucks you know, no one hits home runs. It's like no one gives a damn, and that's just a shame because they used to be really good back in the day. So we'll see what happens going forward. But yeah, obviously this year it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of game over for the Detroit Tigers. But yeah, I guess bright side, Al Avila's gone. 
he got fired. No, he is no longer the GM of the Detroit Tigers. But now it's another rebuild. So yeah, you got that going on. So yeah, that's it, guys. So thank you so much for joining me, the Bry's main guy Zach, here on this edition, the August thirteenth edition of Guys Time of the Bry's. This episode will be out later today, so check it out. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our new home, iHeartMedia. So if you haven't already, download the app. We're on there. Search Guys Time of the Bry's and listen away, stream away. <laughs> we do appreciate it. Shout out to Crazy Chris. I think he's back in Michigan today, so. Uh, hopefully maybe i'll get to see him this weekend it sounds like he's gonna be pretty busy but yeah shout out to him miss you buddy can't wait for fancy football man starting in a couple weeks our draft's gonna be at the end of august so that should be really exciting it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a good season this year so yeah uh, shout out to him and yeah that's it so yeah thank you guys so much for joining me today the prize main guy zach and check out this episode uh later on today all right peace we are out Woo!